Welcome to the Midday Meditation Pump-Up Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Eiman, also known as my superhero alter ego, Captain Heartsong. Hey guys, I'm so excited. This is my first episode ever where I have a guest. When I first started this meditation podcast, I thought that I would just be offering meditations, but a little inkling inside me had this desire, this idea of doing something more with it every now and then and interviewing people who have used affirmations and meditation to change their life positively to serve as a demonstration for you on how it really does work and how it can serve. My hope is that you've already noticed that it serves in your own life because you're listening. But in case you're not sold yet, Hopefully by hearing these stories, you will be. And my first guest ever, I'm so excited about. I met him in a podcasting group on Facebook. Alexis Ray hosts the Podcast Guest Club on Facebook. It is a great group for podcasters to get together. She offers tons of advice and she has a fantastic podcast herself called The Bold Movers and Shakers. Go check her out. She's amazing. I accidentally mispronounced her name early on in the segment in the interview as Alexa. It is Alexis. Ignore me when I say that. Um, I didn't realize I did until I was listening back to it. Alexis, I apologize. I love you. You're wonderful. Okay. So today's guest, drumroll, please. Chris O'Hearn is a holistic performance coach that helps people become strong within in every aspect of their lives. He's been featured on MTV. He hosts a weekly affirmation podcast that I am totally obsessed with. It is a go-to for me. It is called the Strong Within Affirmation Podcast. Go check it out. He has this amazing way of utilizing storytelling mixed with affirmations that just hooks you. And it's very enjoyable, very real. And I always look forward to when they come out. So go check that out, the Strong Within podcast, but not until you listen to our interview. In this interview, Chris shares his tools and offers you, listeners of the Midday Meditation Pump Up podcast, say that three times fast, offers you a special gift. So if you don't want to wait until the end, check out the show notes. But I think you're going to want to wait because the information he gives you is so valuable. And we have a really fun surprise planned for you all the way at the end. So stick with this. Without further ado, Chris O'Hearn. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Hi, Marissa. I am excited to be here. Uh, it's been amazing connecting with you and seeing the journey that you're on. You're doing some awesome things. I'm proud of what you're doing. So thank you for having me here. Thank you. I feel the exact same way about you. I'm so happy that we connected in Alexa Ray's, what it's called, the Podcast Guest Club. Yeah. For, for anyone listening out there who's starting their own podcast and needs some support, it's a great Facebook group. Yeah. And, you know, when you first started talking about what you're doing, when we met at that like online meeting or whatever, I was like, I need to go check this out. Also, is that a Wolverine behind him? And I was like, I have, I have to know more about this guy. <laughs> and so then I found your podcast, the Strong Within Affirmation Podcast, sure. and I fell in love. First of all, for anyone who listens to this podcast, you obviously love affirmations, but Chris takes it a step further. He does this amazing way of storytelling that like even a story about Cracker Barrel can be extremely interesting. Sure. <laughs> we love our Cracker Barrel sandwich. A, a legit thing. I've never been to one. Okay. I don't, I don't even know if there's any near me. Um, they're, they're not my favorite, but uh, I had an ex who loved them. So we went there all the time, but you know, it's kind of cool. And so, uh, and they're just, they're like a novelty. They're fun to, to stop in. They've got a cool gift shop and you go eat and they're probably the most unhealthiest food that you can get. <laughs> so um, maybe not a great place for a vegan, but either yeah. way, hearing before you start your affirmations, you always tell this this story and I could listen to your stories all day long. You're such a great storyteller. Okay. And this podcast is just so fantastic for people who not only like affirmations, but for anyone looking to further their personal development and their growth, because I feel like you lay it out in such an easy, like I'm human, you're human. Let's talk about this whole 
figuring out being human in the best way possible. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. I, I just love that. Well, thank you. And I'll say this, uh, you know, I created a life coaching business, Strong Within, and, and a personal training business. And I struggled for a long time, um, and I struggled with depression and suicidal thoughts, but I'll get into this is the, a little bit later, is that what kind of changed my aspect was, if you don't know who Brene Brown is, um, you know, for your listeners and all that stuff, she talks about vulnerability. And I was always trying to show that I was a superhero because I was always helping people. And I said, well, Superman can't show his weaknesses to help people. So I was always in this dilemma that I had to be perfect to help people. And that was kind of, I'm my, one of my strengths is serving and support. And it's the same with you as well too. And so then I was living this false life that I had to be perfect. And then I was, I always, I never could be who I was because it was always about keeping this mask on all the time. Mm. So I had to learn how to be vulnerable and it'd be okay to be vulnerable. And that's what I hope to do in my podcast to say, Hey, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I'm just like you. And if I can get through this, you can get through this too. I love it. And you do a great job of that. Thank you. And speaking of the whole superhero thing for anyone who does follow this podcast, you know, they know that I'm like obsessed with superheroes. I have my own superhero identity of Captain Heart song. And cool name. I like it. It's the best Captain Heart song. Yeah. Um, and the cover of your podcast is like you as a superhero. So I was like, this, this podcast is absolutely perfect for me yeah. in every way. Yeah. We were meant to connect. For sure. Yeah. So it sounds like you've already started to share a little bit about your journey and how affirmations became important to you because you mentioned your struggle with depression and suicidal thoughts. And yeah. as you know, and people who listen to this podcast know like, that was a big part of my struggle as well. Like from very early childhood and on feeling super intense and, and trying to act like you were saying, putting on that mask of like, I'm super happy. In fact, my high school senior superlative was friendliest, which I was, but that giant smile everyone saw, no one knew that on any given day behind that smile was a person thinking thoughts about what a horrible human being that they were, which is like, yeah. not true, but you got to do the work to learn that you are valuable. And, and that's a lot of what you bring to the table with your podcast is helping people go through that journey. So I'd love to hear a little bit about what inspires you to create this affirmation podcast. Sure. Um, and, and you know, I'm, I'm anal about words. Uh, the way that I speak sometimes it doesn't sound like it cause I say something, I have to put my, my foot in my mouth and all that, but you said, we've got to do the work. And I think too, I hear what you're saying, but it's really, we have to unlearn the habits that we've mm. brought ourselves into. So we think the next podcast that I'm going to do, I'm going to be talking about self-control. We think, Oh, I need to have discipline. I need to have willpower. I need to have self-control. We have all of these things, mm. what we're doing, they say, if you keep using self-control and willpower um, towards, if you're trying not to eat the chocolate cake. And so I was talking with one of my clients about avoiding certain, she's like, I'm going to avoid this cake. And I said, I hear what you're saying, but the more that you focus on what you don't want, the more that you keep thinking about it and the more that you keep focusing on it, because our brain doesn't yes. look at words. It just looks uh, at the pictures. So you're yes. thinking about cake, 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 yeah. cake, cake. And so it's about not really that you have to work harder, but it's about allowing who you truly have always been uh, out. That's exactly true. I'm so glad you called me out in that phrasing so that you could get to this sentence. That was beautiful. Yes, yeah. keep going. And so, you know, with affirmations, um, my story is I dealt with depression and suicidal thoughts for a good portion of my life, my younger life. Um, it's not that I can't get depressed anymore. I don't think about suicide anymore because I started changing the way that I, I thought about things. And so you know, where that came from, it, it came from a good place at first. I played ice hockey and it probably started before then, but I wanted to be the best that I could be. So I won't say what I said, because I said the worst things that I could say to anyone, to myself that I'd never say to anyone else. You're weak, you're stupid, you lost the game. And so what I was doing is I was saying that over and over and over and over again. So I was like that drill sergeant trying to make myself better. So I was breaking mm -hmm. myself down but I didn't have anyone to build myself back mm. up. And that's what the military is. Yes, they try to break down those things that you're doing. Hopefully they help to break, to, to build you back up. And so your subconscious doesn't know the difference between truth, fact, or fiction. It just knows what you tell it. And so what happens is you tell these things over and over again, you have negative feelings about this stuff. So then your subconscious will run with it and say, this is who I am. It's kind of, there's a, a computer term. It's called giggle garbage in, 
equals garbage out. Hmm. So what you're putting into that computer is what that computer is going to put out. So if you're putting out, putting in bad uh, thoughts, bad sayings, bad actions, and I don't usually like using bad right, or right. efficient or inefficient, mm -hmm. just for the sake of, of, of making this easier. If you're putting in these negative things, that's what you're going to output and all that stuff. And so I had to, I came to a spot where, and I think too, this is for us to change, we have to reach something called threshold. And what that means is we have to, you have to do this congruently for someone to be ready to change, to, to have that change. They have to do these three things congruently at the same time to reach threshold. They have to say something needs to change. Mm. That change has to be with me and that change has to happen now. Mm. And so for me, I spent a lot of time wanting to change. As you were saying, I knew I was happy and I knew I could be happy, but I was always beating myself up all the time. And it wasn't until maybe I, I always believe that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I had all these things come into my life, but I finally was able to, to take it and to start working with it. And so, you know, the aspect was, is that um, I was just ready and I was ready to look under any rock. I was ready to do anything that it took because a lot of times clients that I work with and even myself, I wanted to change but I really didn't want to change because I wasn't willing to do whatever it took. I wasn't willing to, to change anything that needed to be changed. I still wanted to be comfortable and I had to get out of that comfort zone. And so, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm talking a little bit, I'll, I'll try not to talk too much on this. And so what happened was I, I came to this thought and it's Aristotelian logic where if man is mortal and I am man, then I am mortal. And it's kind of these three things. And so I came to this question. And one of the things that I dealt with within my depression, suicidal thoughts, I was raised Catholic. Um, and I'm not saying I'm necessarily Catholic anymore. I'm more spiritual. There's nothing wrong with anything, but I wanted to be open to all things. And so one of the things that I dealt with is my, my spirituality. And I would be like, well, is there a God? And if there is no God, am I wasting my whole life doing this? And I would feel bad, you know, is Jesus, you know, all these things that I'd be saying, and I'd just be feeling negative, kind of like, well, you know, you're doing this, but is this true? And then are you lying to yourself the whole time? And I just asked myself, you know, is there a God? And I remember I took a philosophy religion class and we talked about that everything there, there are certain arguments of, you know, if God exists or an energy or whatever it is, that everything is perfectly aligned. So there must be some sort of creator or something like that. You know, if the earth is too close to the sun, we'd burn up. If we're mm. further away, we went. So, you know, way that our bodies work and all that stuff. So what I did was I asked this question. I said, well, you know, is there, is there an energy? Is there a God? Is there a creator? And I said, yes, things are just too perfect for there not to be a question, uh, to, to be um, some sort of thing that has, has brought us together. The next question that I asked is, well, is there a purpose for everything? And I had answered that question within the first one, you know, that things are just too perfect. And then the last question I asked, I asked, is there a purpose for me? And mm -hmm. I had answered that. And that's where a lot of my depression and suicidal thoughts were coming from is I never felt good enough. I needed to do these things. I needed to be better for people. I needed to be more helpful. And so whenever I was dealing with people, I would always, if they were nice to me, even though like you and I, we're nice people, we were the friendliest and all that stuff too. When someone would speak to me and they'd be nice to me inside my mind, it'd be saying, what do they want from me? Mm. You know, why are they being so nice to me? You mm. know, I'm not that great. And just these things. And so I knew I was happy before I'd been happy, but I was, I was dying inside. And I thought about suicide every day. And I knew if I didn't change, I was either going to die inside emotionally or I was going to kill myself. And so I decided to change. And then that's where, like you were saying, okay, well, what's the best way to do affirmations? And we can talk about this. I think too, I have certain ways and directions to go towards that. But at the time when I started using affirmations, I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew I had to do something different. And this, we can talk about neutral statements because a lot of people, the reason that people don't change is that they're trying to jump too far. They're trying to jump from, I'm this horrible person to I'm this amazing person. I'm this overweight, fat person to I'm skinny and I love myself and I love my body. And they can't make that transition. It's too quick for them. So I think there are four steps into this. It's going from impossibility thinking to uncertainty thinking. So, okay, hey, I may not be able to change, but maybe, maybe I could. What if I could? And then the next one is we're going from uncertainty thinking to possibility thinking. Well, I'm not sure, 
but maybe, you know, something could be different. I know it, you, you kind of just change it just a little bit. You just take these tiny baby steps. And then it's possibility thinking to probability thinking. And then it's probability thinking to certainty thinking. And, and you don't have to go through all those steps. It's just about seeing that change happens in these small steps. And for me, and I'll, I'll end it here and we'll continue the discussion, is that my belief or my negative reality tunnel that I was taking myself down, that I was unworthy, that God made a mistake in my creation, all these things that I was telling to myself became my truth. What I needed to do is I needed to tell just a smaller, different story. And the mm -hmm. story that I said is I don't have to apologize for living. And so when I tell people that, they're like, well, that doesn't sound positive, but it was a huge jump for me. It was a neutral statement. And, you know, the thing is, I before, and I think this is why people have trouble with affirmations, because I believe that whatever we speak, whatever we think becomes a reality. And so the aspect was, is most people are trying to change from the outside first, which I think that's where we start, but the real change happened before trying to transition that story is I became aware of everything negative that I was saying, everything negative that I was thinking, everything negative that I was doing. And what I was doing is I was imprinting in my body. I was creating bookmarks in my body. So my subconscious, and I would feel my, my core, my solar plexus, whenever I'd feel negative, it would tighten up. I could feel that, just becoming aware of that. And so anytime I would say these things, I, I, instead of trying to transition it right away or try to change it, I just tried to become aware of it so that my subconscious would then start speaking to my consciousness saying, you just said something, you just did something, you just thought something that is not in alignment with the person that you truly are. And that's where the change happens is becoming so aware of what you're doing and training your subconscious to react, to feel, to think differently, to say, this is not in alignment with what you're saying you want and who you truly are. And then after I started becoming aware of that, that I didn't have to think about as much, that's where then I started adding in the affirmations. Oh my gosh, so good. We could talk, I feel like we need a whole other episode about exactly what you're talking about. So my book, Super Intense, also talks about all of these things and about how it really is a transition. And there's this emotional spectrum scale and neutral, is oftentimes a goal to get to. And so what you're saying around, you got to say what feels true to you. And I believe more so than we are what we think that we really are what we feel. If we're feeling, yeah. um, if we're feeling really unworthy, then perhaps the next best thing, ne the next step might be, I wonder what it would feel like to feel worthy. Yeah. And you're totally right that it isn't these big jumps. And a lot of times too, we hold ourselves to these, um, earlier you said the words or like something about how you didn't want to say the word bad, but for the sake of conversation, it made sure. sense. I totally have that exact same, uh, it's almost like a cringiness around that word because so much of, of what we do to ourselves is like beating ourselves up over things that, you know, we're already not feeling great. Yeah. And then we say, oh, well, that feeling's bad. So I got to feel bad for feeling bad. And then yeah. it just like cycles. And um, there's a story my parents used to tell me, and it's kind of a long one, but essentially at the end of it, the, the whole point is good, bad, who's to say? We're the ones that decide what it is anyway. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a rhyme like that. That was an accident. But it's <laughs> a new song. Captain Hart song's new song. I'm going to have to write that one now. Yeah. Um, so what you're talking about too is not just the power of affirmations, but the power of our resiliency and how when, I don't know that computer thing, but I do know, I was just talking with a friend about this yesterday. Like when you go on a hiking trail, a lot of times if you're on one that hasn't been on for a long time, it's like really hard to get through. It's not easy to see, but the more you walk on it, the clearer that trail becomes. And all of a sudden it's like this big, wide, beautiful trail that's just so easy to follow. And that's the process of, of really retraining those thoughts and making sure. it so that it becomes a natural path. So for you, eventually, it sounds like you've built your way to having these positive affirmations be yeah. natural pathways for you. And now you're helping a lot of people through that. Yeah. Well, and I'll say about feelings too, feelings are very powerful. Thoughts are very powerful too. It's about how do we bring those together? Because mm -hmm. while we should listen to our feelings, there are a lot of times where our feelings aren't true either because we've been telling these things over and over again. So we've actually been believing the opposite 
of what's true. And what I mean by that is that I can't do this, that I'm stupid and all these things, the way that we were created. And I know I get in arguments for lack of a better term is that everyone's special. And then people say, well, if everyone's special, then, you know, that's normal, all that stuff. Everyone has something so unique to share and to make this world a better place. But when people think that it's special, it's like, well, they've got to, they've got to help a million people and all that stuff. It might be that this mother who is raising this child, help this child to love themselves, who this child went out to help a million people and all that stuff. So we think, you know, it's kind of like volunteering. When I volunteer, I wanted to be the volunteer who was, you know, reading books to children at children's hospital. And I, I, I set down the process to it. It's hard to get in because they, you know, you got to do background checks, you got to do all that stuff, which is understandable. But the very first time when they said they were going to let, allow me to do this, like, you're going to be cleaning trays and, and, and putting chairs up. And I was like, I don't want to do that garbage. And then I didn't do it because I felt that I had to be at the top right away. I had to be so important to make myself feel better instead of understanding that I had to grow there. But then also that I might have taken that some of the responsibility for someone who is ready to go into a different thing. But so the thing is where I'm going with this is feelings are good, but I don't want to say a lot of times because I don't want to generalize, but at least for me, my feelings weren't always true because they were directed and dictated by the thoughts that I was thinking. I wasn't worthy. I wasn't good enough. And, and that's the thing, like you said, it might be asking the question of, well, if I'm not worthy enough, what would it like? What would it be like to, to feel differently? What it would be like to think the opposite, the aspect of that? And sometimes that's what we need to do. There's something called reality tunnels of the things that we've been taught, the things that we've been said. So some of the, especially when we're growing up, I don't want to say we all are like this, but there are so many things that we believe that aren't even our beliefs. It's what our parents taught us. It's what our teachers have taught us. Our friends have taught us. And we're going down these things, thinking this is true, thinking this is the way things are, never really getting into it. And excuse my language. I'll, I'll, I won't say it. My, my mentor said, you got to go through the, the shoot. <laughs> you got to go through the crap and figure out what it is. You know, you, yeah. you, you know, if you're afraid of this religion or you're afraid of, you know, this, these type of people, or you're afraid of this, whatever that thing is that you need to go in and you need to research, you need to, to get into it and put yourself in that and figure out what it is instead of, making all these assumptions that we make about things. Okay. I would love to talk more about the importance of feelings and thoughts and how they work together. Um, I feel like we could go on for a really long time about right. it. <laughs> so since maybe we could do that in another episode. Sure. Okay. Yeah, whatever Beautiful. You think. I'm game for whatever you get, because I, I think you and I can talk about this forever. I know. Oh my gosh. I have so much to talk to you about. Um, so, and that would be really helpful too. But I think for now, for since this podcast is really just getting started too. So for people who are tuning in to listen to affirmations, just some tips, some general tips about working with affirmations. And you already started in a way by suggesting if the affirmation doesn't quite yet feel possible to perhaps make it a little bit more... I don't want to say watered down because that makes it sound less important. Sure. Um, you know, there are things too, and I'll talk about five or actually five, I don't know, four. <laughs> <talk about> five <laughs> um, but one of the things is, is to make something more believable. We think that, you know, we get to that neutral statement. There are things that are called um, opening or learning statements. So if I don't love my body, if I um, think that I'm stupid or whatever that thing is, or I'm overweight, it's, it's not saying that, hey, I'm, I'm amazing or I'm, 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 I'm this horrible thing to this amazing. So, so I'm trying to think of something right now. So I was, I was thinking about overweight. So if we hate our body, we might say, you know, well, I hate my body. And then for us to say going, I love my body, that's too far of a jump. Mm -hmm. The neutral or the opening and learning statement is I'm open to learning to love my body. I am learning to love my body because then you're not telling of, of you're not telling something you don't believe and that's really what it is like you said if we don't believe it it's not going to happen and and so when i'm telling people about this i'm not telling them to not to do something that they don't believe in but to see that what they've been telling themselves isn't necessarily the truth either so it's just about opening yourself so so that thing is to change to neutral statements it could be an open or learning statement i'm open to this or i'm learning to this can and i add I just, one more 
yeah, go ahead. Well, my favorite is willing. I'm willing to be, yes. I'm willing yeah. to be open even like if I can't be open yet, I'll tell myself, okay, well, I'm willing to believe that that could possibly be possible. <laughs> yeah. And in the end, this is the thing while I'll give tips and you have tips. It's really about what works for you. Um, for, you know, my affirmation podcast. And this is what I hope with people is I hope to teach people that they will never need affirmations again. And what I mean by that is so you don't have to pre-plan them and say, hey, I'm a great person or hey, I'm awesome, is that whatever you think, whatever you say, and whatever you do, you make it your reality because you believe so I much in yeah. the power of manifesting in yourself. And so it's eradicating the aspect that I need this, but that actually whatever I say, I make my truth. Whatever I say, I attract to me because I am that person. And so- um, and so the, actually, I'm so sorry. Is it okay? If go I'm ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I've been avoiding doing this. Cause I was like, what if we go down a rabbit hole? But I just, I feel sure. like it really relates. Cause I feel like no matter what you already are manifesting your real, like it is yeah. real to you because you believe it. So if you believe that your body's not good enough, then that is your present truth. And that's just a truth you've chosen, but you can choose a different truth. Yeah. So like our reality is totally up to us. And so yeah. if we get to choose it anyway, yeah. Why not and choose most, something that makes us feel good? And most people live only in the physical realm. You know, if I want to, if I want to be healthier, I've got to work out and I got to eat right. And I'm not saying that you don't do those things, but I've, in my personal training business, I see people struggle so hard either at the gym or either working with me where they never change mm. because they never believe they can change. So mm. first of all, they probably create negative uh, or uh, hormones, cortisol in their body, that negative chemical that's been linked to body fat, other things. So they don't have the dopamine, the serotonin with feeling good, or they associate pain with working out. Whatever I, um, whenever I try to work out, I, I gain weight or I don't lose weight. So it's painful for mm. them that stuff too. So, you know, it's kind of these things that, that we do. And, and most people are only living in that physical realm instead of seeing that really how we interact with this world. And I'll tell this, this study real quick. I had a mentor of mine, he was a psychoanalyst and he became a life coach and he was talking about people who had gambling addictions. And so I'm gonna talk about the mindset. So basically, so if I forget, cause sometimes all over the place, but it basically is things happen twice in our life. It happens first in our mind, we create that visualization and then we go out and manifest it and create it. Most people think, okay, well I'm creating it out here but where we're starting is right here. We're actually creating that aspect. So in this study, there were um, gambling addicts, addiction. They had an addiction with gambling. And so they hooked them up to these machines. They were testing like their serotonin dopamine levels, I think through their saliva and other stuff like that. And they were setting them in front of a, um, a slot machine. And it didn't matter whether they pulled something or they pushed a button. They were trying to see where they got that reward system. Mm. And so I'll ask you this question. Where do you think they got the reward when they were doing this study, the, the, the people who had the addiction? When they pressed the button? That's what most people think, myself included. Where they got the reward is right before they sat down. Oh. So in this... In their mind, they're going through, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to press the button. But also I think too, especially if we have a problem with an addiction or something we don't want to do, we're fighting that the whole time. Mm. And then finally we say, that's you know so what, true. So, so where I'm going with this is that it all starts in our mind. And that's why people are struggling because they think, oh, well, if I want to lose weight, all I got to do is eat right. And I got to work out. That's part of it, but it's a deeper aspect. And I'm not trying to make it harder but we're stressing ourselves out. And there are things that, you know, all these, I mean, there's all different studies of saying this or this or this, but you know, there are these studies with stress about how it is creating all these negative things in our lives, burnout, cancer, or certain, you know, types of diseases and all that stuff. I'm sure there's more to it, but again, we are, we are creating these things because we're thinking that all it is, is it's physical. I need to take this medicine. I need to work out. I need to do this, but that's part of the equation. So, so I'll come to the five things about affirmations. Cause you and I, yeah, we could talk forever. <laughs> um, so there are four rules. And then the fifth one is kind of with all of them. So I'll talk about the negative ones first. So these things we want to reduce, we want to reduce the negatives that we're using in this mm. don't can't, you know, I don't want to lose. I don't want to be alone. Mm. I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be whatever that is. Cause we're still, the universe is, is giving us what we're saying. And then we're also saying that when we're looking at that, 
we erase some of those words and then we're like, we just are seeing fat, fat, yep. fat, fat, stupid, stupid, whatever that thing is, we don't see that don't. And so then we're, we're training the subconscious to think that. And then we're also manifesting the universe to bring that towards us as well too. So we're aligning ourselves up in a manner that is bringing us what we don't want. We're Cause I like this. I say this in my life coaching, we don't get what we want. We get what we focus on. So if we're focusing on, I don't want to be fat, then we're focusing on that fat. We're focusing yes, on whatever that is. I like to say the universe doesn't speak English. It speaks vibes. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's definitely very true and all that stuff. And, and I think too, yeah, the universe is speaking in a different language than we're used to than you and I. And it's like, how do we speak in that language? And then the next reducing thing is forcing words. I should, I have to, I ought to, mm. I need to, I need to go to the gym. There is no passion behind any of that stuff. And this is what I was talking about, self-control. And it's really more about aligning yourself up with your values. And when you do that, it's not about forcing you to do something you don't want to do. It's about going towards things that excite you. It's, it's so amazing to, to be going towards, to knowing who you are and to knowing what matters to you. And I think when you start to learn that stuff, it's not about forcing, don't do this, don't do that. I should do this, or I need to do this. I need to work out. It's about what do I really want in my life? And I want to be healthy or I want to feel better about myself and all those things. And those are exciting things to go towards. So the two positives are that you want to use is you want to use present tense. You know, you want to talk about in the present tense. There have done, I've done certain things where I've had people write letters to themselves, their future selves saying, hey, here's how you reach this place in your life. And a lot of times they have trouble doing this because they're like, well, if I knew that I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm. um, be in the problem that I am. But really what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to train their subconscious to talk about it as if it's happened right here and right now. Because there is no separation between the future and the present. We think there is, but they're actually the same person. We just haven't seen that yet. We haven't seen, because we're already capable of it. We just need to take those steps yep. towards it. We're already there. We just don't think we are. So it's about talking in the present moment of, I am strong. I am able. Um, I can do anything I set my mind to. Um, things like that. And the last two are, uh, we need to have, we need to be positive. And it was kind of like I was talking about the, um, you know, I don't want to be stupid or, you know, things like that. It's about, you know, whatever I set my mind to, I will achieve. I, um, it doesn't mean that you have to be so over positive. I'm the greatest thing ever, <laughs> but it's about, are you, it's again, those feelings and you have to find the words that resonate with you. And sometimes too, you may be in a spot where these positive words, which will be good for you, are not ready for them yet. Mm -hmm. but you, you just need to come to them. And, and then the last thing is consistency. Mm -hmm. You know, for me to change, this is where a lot of people struggle. They say, well, I've tried positive thinking. It doesn't work. And I'm like, well, then it's not about trying. It's about becoming because. This, oh, yes. Yeah. And that's what it is, is like people think it's about, well, all I need to do is change my language and all that stuff too. And it's deeper than that. It's part of it. But you have to understand that you are this great, amazing being. And it's about, you know, when I was trying to feel those negative feelings, it wasn't, it was hard because I had to really be aware. I had to pay attention and there'd be days where I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore, mm. but, it, and there are going to be days where you'll quit, but you come back to it. And so it's just about how can we be consistent in everything that we do? Because we live in this world where it's instant gratification. You know, you want something to eat, you can have it right now and all that stuff too. But when you learn to utilize affirmations, to think differently about yourself, to live within your values, things will come to you quicker. And that's what people see. You'll see someone in your life where you're like, man, they just seem to be so lucky. Everything's happens for them. It's magic. And they are doing magic, but it's a different type of magic. And we think it's just luck and all these things where they've spent their lifetime working on this. And that's what I like about Zen Buddhism and all that stuff. You know, they say like within, if you're looking at any religion or something like that, they'll say, to become a master in this religion, you need to spend your whole life doing this. And so Zen Buddhism is saying, you can spend your whole life mastering this, or you can master it within a second. It's still the mm -hmm. same. Mm -hmm. And that's what we think. We think, I, I like this aspect. It's simple, but it's not easy. And so, you know, mm -hmm. we make things harder than it has to be. And I, I think too, it's just, if I were to, to bring it down to the simplest aspect, 
I believe there's something that happens after this life, whether reincarnated, whether you go to heaven, I don't know and all that stuff too, but I believe that there's something more to this life. And so this is a hard thing to, to realize for myself included, because we don't want to go through pain. We don't want to hurt and all that stuff too. But even if the worst things happen to us here, this is not the end. And that's where I think a lot of us are getting is that something negative will happen. It's the end of the world. You know, it's the end of my life. It's the end of this problem. It's shattering all these things. But we've seen people who have gone through divorces who have lost children. I'm not saying I want people to go through these things, but there are things that happen and we find ways to move on. And I think we find the best ways to move on, not saying, well, hey, I don't care about that happening but that there is more to this situation that I'm supposed to learn through this. And, and you were, you were, um, you said you liked that podcast where I'll tell this story. There was a podcast where I went to a doctor. He had canceled my appointment. I was kind of mad. I was like that jerk. And I went through all these reasons why I should be mad. And it's kind of that tumultuous aspect where you could just go down that rabbit hole of being negative. And when I went to, and I, I, I talked myself through it, you know, it was, I was overreacting, you know, well, that jerk and all that stuff. And then I said, you know, he has the right to do this. And it wasn't that big of a deal. I'm going to see him again in a week or two. So they rescheduled. And so I wanted the doctor to know that I wasn't upset that he canceled and just to let him know it was okay. And um, because I want people to feel comfortable and, you know, whether he wanted that or not, I just felt I wanted to do that. So when he came in, you know, I shook his hand and I said, oh, hey, it was good. You took an extra week because I needed just a little, a little extra time to heal maybe before I came back. So I didn't need anything. And then, you know, he said that his, he said the reason that he canceled was his daughter was in a car accident and she was killed. And I was like, I didn't even know what to say. I'm like, I'm sorry, I have you in my prayers. But I think too, it just was about showing that, you know, sometimes we need to kind of step back and the things that are going on in our lives, you know, aren't that big of a deal. Not that they're not a big deal. Everyone's struggling, but there's more to this aspect. And so for me to go through that and to learn to be calm and not to get angry at this person for changing my schedule, which wasn't that big of a deal that I, I could have gone in there and yelled at him, you know, Hey, how could you do this? You know, this is, you know, horrible things, but you know, also me being a personal trainer, I know there are certain people where they cancel on me and all that stuff, or they expect me to, that I'm their only, only personal trainer. I had to realize with this doctor, he has hundreds, if not thousands of patients. And I had to take that into account. I didn't know what was going on, but I decided to not go down that path of feeling negative, And I wanted to feel better about it. And I think that's really what it's about. It's really, we we're talking about the feelings is that with depression or suicide or the anger or whatever that emotion that I really didn't want to be in is that I, I had to ask myself, where would I rather be? And mm. then how do I get there? Yeah, that's fantastic. And it reminds me of something. This might be controversial for some people because sure. um, I love controversy. <laughs> it might just be, but my dad was actually, so he is alive and, and well, but he was split in half his pelvis by a forklift um like 25 years ago my mom wrote a book about it called split apart it's like you can't put it down kind of read sure. um especially because i didn't know about it until a few years ago when she wrote the book because my oh, wow. my parents did the very healthy parent thing of like shielding me from what was going on i thought he broke his leg and i was like oh people are in the hospital for seven months after breaking their leg or whatever like yeah. i hope i never break my leg <laughs> yeah. um but anyway so this man who has gone through this and obviously lives in, in the consequences of that sure. said to me one day, uh, I was worried about something going on in my life. And he was just like nonchalantly like Marissa, bad things are good things. <laughs> like not even like they become good things. Like, <laughs> just like they are like, yeah. choose, choose to see it that way. But he yeah. didn't. And he's like, and I like to be careful when I share myself because I'm very spiritual, but for a very long time, I was like, uh, kind of, I like to say a jerk atheist. Cause I was kind of like rude about it. Like you believe in something, how dare you? Um, yeah. and <laughs> don't you know the truth? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dummy. And it's like, who knows? I mean, like none of us truly know, but the same argument I used about being atheist is like the same argument anyone can use about believing in something. So it's yeah. like, whatever, but this, yep. he doesn't really believe in anything. Yeah. And yet he's so like accidentally spiritual all the time. <laughs> yeah. But it's I always awesome. remember that every time I'm going through something, I'm like, Oh wait, Marissa, just like you were saying that person in the future is the same person as you are now. Yeah. Who's to say that whatever seems bad right now is. 
yeah. And then you're meant to help them or whatever. And yeah. I was listening to someone and they were saying the, um, the culmination of life, they didn't say it exactly like that, but um, is, to, is to have better problems. You know, it's, it's mm. that you have to go through these problems and then you solve them and you have better problems. It's not a life devoid of problems because that's what most people want. I don't want to have this. I don't, I don't want to struggle with this. Um, I don't want to have this jerk boss and all this, but you learn through these things and you become better from them and they teach you things along the way. And we think that, you know, I've given talks before and I'll ask them if you could be doing anything, you know, if there were no obstacles, what would you be doing right now? And then, you know, there's always like people, I'd be laying on the beach, you know, and all that stuff. And, you know, they, they lay on the beach for, you know, maybe two weeks, maybe a month and they probably get tired of it. Right. They really, most people want, they want to be doing something that puts value onto the world. You know, they want to be doing something where there's meaning to their life and they're bringing that in. And I think too, this is the other thing. It's easy to look at someone who's, doing something bad or, you know, maybe is being lazy or whatever. And in the end, I think it's really about seeing people. And it's not that we give people a pass for everything, but it's about seeing that people are doing the best that they can, because most of them have no clue that they can do better. Yes. And so then we get into that aspect. So we send a negative vibes. So well, that person's a jerk and all that stuff. Cause mm -hmm. I've met people and I'm like, God, why can I not make this person like me and all this? And we just have a different vibrational frequency. And then I'm having negative emotions cause I'm trying to make them like me because then it will help me to like myself. And that was another part of my depression was yeah. I could get more people to love me then I could love myself. Mm -hmm. And then you get more people to like you and then you'd feel even worse because it didn't, it didn't make you better and all that right. stuff. So, so it's about how are we looking at people and then, you know, not judging them right away, but either having, you know, good thoughts about them or either if they're saying something negative, because someone said this to me too, because I was in the service industry of being a waiter and, and all this. And so I see how people can treat you like jerks, like mm -hmm. you're a servant and they don't care about you. So when I'm at the convenience stores or waiters or talking with cashiers, I'm like, how are you doing? Are you having a good day? And, you know, I, I would hear this all the time. Well, I'm at my job. It sucks and all that stuff, too. And I said, well, you live in America. You know, I was trying to help them to see, you know, the great things. You live in America. You got a job. You got all this. And they're like, oh, you know, they didn't want to hear that. And I was talking with my friend about this. And they said, if you want to help someone understand something, you have to find a common ground. And so my friend, she's a tutor, and she was talking with this janitor, and this janitor was um, saying, it's, she was like, how are you doing? And she's like, oh, this is my second job. I'm, you know, nine hours already in, all that stuff, it sucks. And then my friend goes, oh, girl, I hear you, you know, and all that stuff. And she said what happened, they, they got this conversation after she said, you know, hey, I understand. Yeah. And she said she got this lady as a, as a tutoring student, because I don't think she had her GED yet, or maybe she wanted to go further. And she said she was her best student, all that stuff. Oh. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's yeah, such a so, good story. So I think too, it's about, I know it's hard. It's, you know, people talk about that kumbaya, love everyone, all that stuff, but it's like everyone's struggling with their own hell that we have no clue about. And I guess the more that we focus on, I like this saying is the, we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. I like that too. And so, uh, and I think too, this is the other thing. There was, um, who is it? Don Miguel Ruiz, Ruiz. Um, have you read the four agreements? Oh, no, I haven't. Life-changing book. Okay. Check it out. Okay. He talks about this in the very beginning. Um, he talks about smoke and mirrors. And so it's basically saying that everyone, and I, I, maybe I'm saying this wrong, is we are everyone. When you see these smoke and mirrors, when that smoke and mirror come off, you see that that person is you and you are them. Mm. And after I read this, and at this time, I was, I was on an MTV reality TV show for a weight loss program. I was helping someone. And after I read that, I was at a convenience store and I had this elation. Like I just had, I'm getting the hairs in the back of my neck stand up and just feeling this because I remember this. When I was at this convenience store, I saw all these people walking around me and I didn't see their faces. I saw my face on there. Yeah. And it just made me think differently because I might be like, oh, look at that hillbilly, you know, his like butt cracks hanging out or something like, especially in the South, we've got, we've got people who dress differently and all that stuff. And, and I, I might have, you know, judged person for looking funny or doing something crazy. And what I saw is I saw myself in them and I felt more love and compassion towards them. I love that so much. That's actually another topic that could get us down sure. a wormhole. Um, I see that a lot too. And in fact, when I was diagnosed as clinically insane with mania, um, one of the quote unquote delusions was like, I watched my face shift in the mirror, like into other people's faces. Oh, wow. 
Um, which, and I was not spiritual. I definitely like, I wasn't sleeping. It clearly was not healthy and sane, but I look back at a lot of the stuff that I had gone through and I was like, I feel like there were spiritual undertones to a lot of the stuff and I just didn't have the the knowledge to understand it. Sure. And I can appreciate it more now. Well, Um, and the brain is such an amazing mechanism. And let me say, if I say this right, someone said this, that we all have, let me see how they said this, that we all have multiple personalities. We're all functioning multi-personality people and all that stuff. We have all these things within us. Just some people have um, separated it from trauma or all these other things and they don't understand. Or so I'm not trying to minimize anything of this, but we're all dealing with some of these yeah. things and that our brain can see this. And it's just about seeing that it's nothing negative or I'll, I guess I was going to get into a story about this. I'll say this real quick. There's there's a podcast I listen to. It's Radio Lab. Yeah, I love Radio Lab. We got a yeah. moment. We got a moment. I I think so. <laughs> we'll no, figure we'll, it out. We'll, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> so, it's not giving that. me any pop-ups or warnings about time limits, so I don't know. But we'll That's save fine. it. We we will definitely have another. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that that'll be to be continued. So you guys okay. will be left on the ledge. You're like, oh, I need to know. What was that Radio Lab story? <laughs> yeah, it's like, sorry, got to come back. That's how we hook you. <laughs> Okay, so you have a lot of amazing things going on. I would love for you to share with my sweet little audience all about how they can find out more about you and the great things that you're doing. Sure. Uh, My podcast, first of all, is the Strong Within Affirmation podcast. You can find that basically anywhere that you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. If you're on Android, I listen through CastBox or Google Play or something like that. So the Strong Within Affirmation podcast. And then I am doing a online goal setting course. I'm doing a beta testing program and I want to unveil it more. So I'm going to give out a free, um, uh, I created this planner and then I'm helping people to go through it. And so I unveiled like all these different things. We're working through our affirmations, our values, something called our hitch pin habits, our emotions and all these things. And so I'll give you the first day of the handout that I sent for affirmations. Um, if you go to www.strong within.com forward slash Marissa. And that's with one S R I S A. So again, that's www.strongwithin.com forward slash Marissa. And I'll put the link in strongwithin.com forward slash Marissa. Yeah. <laughs> link in show notes as well. That's right. So, <laughs> so that's how you can find out about me. I have my own website, strongwithin.com. It's kind of in development. I had it crash a little while ago and I'm deciding how I want to move forward. So it's just kind of a temporary kind of upside right now at the moment. For now, just subscribe to his podcast to get his incredible yeah. content. It is, it is definitely now when you go to for me. Thank sure. you. And I'll say this, if you haven't reviewed and rated Marissa's podcast, you need to do it because it's amazing. (laughs) People need to hear about it. And I know you guys know this, but just in case it takes two minutes, a lot of times we're kind of like, oh, you know, I'll do it later. Take a moment when you get to work or when you get up or when you get home, when you can do it, do it immediately because it's going to help her out so that our mission, my mission and her mission is to help as many people as possible. And you will actually be changing the world by doing that small thing that's going to take two minutes, just saying what a great podcast it is and that you like it. So, Oh, Chris, you are such a good, like your tone is like so great at convincing. Um, also, do this. I don't, I don't think do mine it. is, but do the same for Chris. <laughs> um, and I have a surprise. Okay. Oh. We might get cut off during this. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. I love surprises. Okay. So as you know, like the way my meta, my affirmation podcast works is I kind of like loop affirmations and make them kind of sound trippy to music. If you have a few affirmations that you love and could say right now at the end of this, I will edit them and create an episode where it's just like your voice as the meditations, as the affirmations. Do you like that idea? Sure. I can do that. Um, I'll just cut off this part and we'll pretend I never asked. (laughs) So what I'll do is I have this on my, um, uh, I'm trying to think. So I have um, some of these that I wrote down on this. So like, it was like, I achieve whatever I set my mind to. I may not have the answer now, but I know I can find it. I have a lot to offer. Learning comes easily to me because I love growing. I love myself, which helps me to love others better. So I, I guess too, you know, it's like, I don't have any ones that are like on the forefront because like I said, it's just about saying that aspect of it. So I can use these ones. And sure. I was trying to think if, if there is anything else um, because 
there are things when I, you know, when I'm doing my podcast, I'm writing all that stuff down and I'm, I'm, I'm writing it out and then I'll record it and all that. And I remember too, and I'm not saying all of them are great, but there are times where it's like, um, and there's a book called, um, the war of art. So it's the reverse of art of war. And he was talking about these writers, these musicians, there's this spot where they get to where there's this divine manifestation where they're like, it's not even me creating this anymore. You get to this spot where, you know, so there's some things where, yeah, I get to it. I'm like, I'm like, damn, that was good. I was like, I don't think I even wrote that long stuff to come back to it. Um, so yeah, I could, uh, let me see if I've got some other ones. So, um, someone taught me this one and I, I think it's probably my favorite one, but I forgot about it. My life is unfolding perfectly. Yes. That might be all we need. Yeah. You're amazing. Thank you for doing what you're doing and showing up in the world. And for everyone listening, make sure to check him out in the show notes and get your free, uh, what was it again? The free Oh, the uh, affirmation guidelines for the online course that I was doing. So it's part of this course, but you'll get the first day that I sent out for affirmation. So I'll just kind of help you with that. Perfect. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Please check out Chris's content. Go to the show notes for the links. And I want to reach out to all my Philly listeners if I have any Philly listeners, I don't even know if I do. Uh, <laughs> if you're a Philly listener, will you send me a message so I know I have you? And also, come see me. I will be opening for the hilariously, curiously confident Danielle Mercurio at Warehouse on Watts. I am not familiar with Philadelphia, but a quick Google Maps shows it's near a Family Dollar and a McDonald's. So you got convenience as well as comedy all in the same place. And I have seen Danielle perform many times. She is a riot, and I am so grateful to be opening up for her with the amazing Zach Campo and Jen Letterer. I love both of their comedy and... It's kind of surreal to be part of that crew. I'm so looking forward to it. I do a musical comedy bit. And perhaps after, I might share some of the audio on this podcast. But I'm not going to make any promises because I want you to come. So if you're anywhere near Philadelphia, please come. Okay, so you have been waiting and waiting. And now we are at the end. And we are going to unveil Chris's affirmation from the show set to special music just for this affirmation. All right, heroes, you ready? Enjoy. My life, My life is, unfolding is unfolding perfectly. perfectly. My, life My life is unfolding, is unfolding perfectly. perfectly. My life, My life is, unfolding is unfolding perfectly. Life is unfolding perfectly. My 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 life is unfolding perfectly. All right, heroes, that is the real end of the show. So check out Chris's freebie at strongwithin.com forward slash Marissa, Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-A. No two R's, no two S's. My parents were not superfluous with their letters. And if you want more information from him, check out the Strong Within Affirmation Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And until next time, Hero, this is Captain Heartsong signing off.